Welcome to the Seed of Life Church Houston Social Media Church Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Pastor Ellis Telly. On behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and our children, Jaden, Isaiah, Naomi Grace, and the people of our anointed church family at Seed of Life Church Houston, we welcome you to Seed of Life Lifelines. Let's have a word of prayer and get right into the message. Hallelujah. Praise God. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you. We praise you for all that you're going to do here today, this morning for these, your people. We thank you, Lord God, for the power of the Holy Spirit that you have given today. Even in your word, Father God, we thank you, Lord, that you're going to break invisible barriers for your people today. And you're going to break them out into an area of no limits. Lord, I believe you right now today that the anointing of the Holy Spirit in its ministry is going to work signs, wonders, and miracles of God for these, your people today, as they press into the word of God. So I'm asking, Father God, that you would think through my mind and speak through my lips and that your word would come forth unhindered and unchecked by any outside or opposing force. We give you praise in advance for all the signs, all the wonders, and all the miracles of God that you're going to do for your people today in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Well, welcome to the Seed of Life Lifeline social media church broadcast. I'm your host, Pastor Ellis Telly. On behalf of all the people of Seed of Life Church, Houston and my family, we welcome you to Seed of Life Lifelines in Jesus name. You know, we're starting on a new series. This is a pastoral series. It's going to be part three of breaking invisible barriers, understanding supernatural spiritual warfare. And today we're going to be looking at it from from the perspective of dealing with demonic strongholds. But I got some things I want to share with you today, amen, that I believe in a practical sense is going to help you get the victory in every area of your life. That's what these messages are intended to do. Give you the victory in every area of your life. Amen. Now let's turn with me in your Bibles. Let's go to our base scripture for this teaching. It'll be Ephesians chapter six, verse 12. It says this, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against uh, rulers of the darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness and high places. Hallelujah. Right there from the outset, I want you to understand that number one, the spirit realm is real. Number two, you have an enemy to contend with. And number three, hallelujah, you are greater than your enemy. Praise God. And we're going to look at that today. We wanted you to know that right from the outset. Now understand something. Principalities and powers are your enemy. You're going to have to, in supernatural spiritual warfare, you're going to have to learn to deal with this demonic chain of command. Amen. Which is currently controlling the world affairs. No, no doubt about it. These forces operate both in the spirit realm and in the physical realm. And you need to know something about it. Now understand this is a kingdom of God message. Amen. Intended to empower you and give you the victory that Jesus Christ died for you to have. And this week, I don't know if you've been following along for the last three messages. One of the things that we've given the people to believe and to speak is amen. Pray the blood and pray the blessing. Amen. In this season, you ought to be praying the blood of Jesus and you ought to be praying the blessing power of God over your home and over yourselves and over your loved ones. Amen. Praise God. So do that this week. That's one of the things that we want you to do. Now, let's look at it. Supernatural spiritual warfare. Your first step in the supernatural spiritual warfare in this season, if you're going to have your breakthroughs to get the truth on the matter and the word of God is the truth. The Bible is 66 books, like we've been saying, of supernatural words. See, and if you get it operative in your life, you can have 
everything that the Bible says you can have, but you're going to have to operate from a supernatural perspective. So please, please press in by your spirit. Amen. Now let me, let me explain that. When I say press in by your spirit, I'm asking you to press in with your spiritual understanding that God, amen, is a spirit. And if you're going to connect to God and encounter him in his truth, it's going to have to be by way of the Holy Spirit in his ministry. When you contend with your enemy, you and of yourself, you in and of yourself are no match for the enemy. But if you know who you are in Christ and you're filled with the Holy Spirit, the devil is already defeated because he cannot, amen, touch you as long as you're in Christ Jesus. We're going to look at that today. And those are some of the things that you're going to have to know about to break down these invisible barriers in your life. Amen. Glory to God. Now, let understand something. The messages and the things that we're discussing today are supernatural things. Amen. It doesn't have anything to do with theology or religious philosophy or the tradition of man, because, you know, like we said last week, the traditions of man will make the word of God of no effect. According to Matthew chapter seven and verse number 13. So let's look at it. Let's go to it. We're talking about understanding. Hallelujah. How to break these invisible barriers by faith. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, the spirit realm is the natural realm for the believer. And it's the realm that we've been mandated and designed to live in supernaturally today. Amen. As you come through this broadcast, you're going to find out what your role is in breaking these barriers that the devil has set up against your life and how to break free. Amen. From long-term difficulties in your life. You know, those things, those barriers look like you just can't break through them. I'm going to show you today, according to the word of God, that, amen, you can break through those barriers and you can have the victory that Jesus Christ died for you to have. So I want you to get your Bibles out and take some good notes. Amen. We're going to study the word of God. Hallelujah. On how to wage a good warfare and fight the good fight of faith and break these invisible barriers that the enemy has set up against our life. Now, remember, no time spent with God is wasted time. No time. This morning, as you're hearing the word of God, I know that we're dealing with a pandemic in this COVID-19 status. But if you press in, get your Bibles out and take some good notes. The anointing of the Holy Spirit that's here in this service as you're hearing it this Sunday morning is going to release the power that you need for this upcoming week to obtain the victory in your life. God gave me a word for you. It's in Isaiah 45, verse 20. God has promised in this season. For those who are pressing and hear this word coming from this ministry and the anointing that's on it, God has promised that this will be your season of breakthrough for your life. You're coming out of every darkness, every trap, every season of generational misfortune in your life, every downturn, everything that the devil has brought against your life. God said that he's going to break the cords of iron in your life and the gates of amen, glory to God of brass will come fall into the ground in Jesus name. Amen. And I believe that amen. Glory to God. If you just receive that word, just say, I receive it. Praise God. Let's get right to the word of God. Turn them in your Bibles. You know, you, you got to contend with the enemy, but you're going to have to use some violent faith. So let's go right there over there in Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. You know, we talked about what kind of faith that God Amen requires of us to break these barriers. Now you say, now, Pastor Staley, if Jesus already did it, why do we have to do it? Listen, he has given you authority. 
and he's not going to do one more thing for you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And you're going to have to take up your place in Christ Jesus and operate properly in the Holy Spirit and his anointing and find out what he has to say about it. And you'll find that on any given situation, you can have the victory. In Matthew chapter 11, verse number 12, the Bible says from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it. You ought to underline that the violent take it by force. Understand something. There is something called the force of faith that if you apply yourself to the word of God and open up yourself in your spirit, become a person of faith, the power of God will come into your life and you can have the things that God said you can have in your life and the enemy will be forever a man under your feet. Praise God. But you play a role in it. I wanted you to see that now breaking invisible barriers in the supernatural spiritual warfare. It has to do with one thing. You understand knowing who you are in Christ. In terms of this teaching, I want to give you a definition of what we call barriers. Barriers, uh, I guess you can define them as demonic fences and obstacles that the enemy installs and sets up in our life to prevent us from moving to the next level in Jesus. Hallelujah. And the things of God and the things that, amen, that are rightfully ours in terms of our inheritance. The Bible says in 1 John 3, 8, that for this reason, the son of God was made manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Well, God wants those things broken off of your life. He wants you to experience the supernatural anointing of breakthrough in every area of your life. And he's going to remove those barriers, those blockages, those systematic things that the devil has placed in your life demonically. Amen. To oppose the will of God for your life and make things seem impossible for you to have. Now the devil operates glory to God in a structured demonic kingdom. And you got to know something about that. You need to know it. Amen. And we're going to talk about it a little bit today. Amen. On this broadcast. But I wanted you to know that. Amen. Praise God. And understand something. Hallelujah. The evil atrocities worldwide. Whenever you see darkness or something, amen, evil happening or manifesting in this earth, it came by way of the devil because the devil is the sponsor of every evil thing in this earth. And you're going to have to learn how to deal with him. Glory to God in a practical sense in order to have the power of God operative in your life. Now understand something, folks. These forces are both spiritual and physical. Principalities and powers are demonic agents sent by the devil to afflict the children of God here in this earth. Every evil atrocity in the world today is a result of principalities and powers that are responsible for the wickedness in high places. They are the forces behind every corrupt and filthy thing in the world today. And today in Jesus name, I believe you're going to get the victory as you learn to contend with the devil and come away with supernatural victory that Jesus died for you to have. Now the devil is the God of this world. He rules over the world system through principalities and powers. Amen. These powers are invisible, yet they can operate in the natural realm. They are the forces behind this whole entire world system that you're in. But you know what? That's why the Bible tells us to be ye in the world, but not of the world. Now, understand, I got some good news for you today. And that is we're going to come against these principalities and powers in the mighty name of Jesus Christ with the word of truth today. 
in this Lifeline podcast. We're going to show you the practical aspects of praying in the Holy Spirit, praying the word of God and empowering you to, to amen, just to have the victory in this supernatural warfare that you, amen, that, that you're going to have to deal with the devil in, amen, in your daily lives, amen, as you live and breathe in this earth. Now, the Bible says greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, according to first John four, four, you have got to get an understanding that every Christian is a target of principalities and powers in this earth. And it's either you make up your mind that you're going to stop them or they will stop you. Now understand Jesus Christ through his death, burial and resurrection through the reality of redemption has given us authority to deal with the devil. So don't expect God, glory to God, to come and rescue you. He has given you power, glory to God. And when you stand up in who you are in Christ as a mature Christian, a mature offspring of the kingdom of God, you'll know how to deal with the devil and have victory in every area of your life. You won't just stand for the devil showing up, amen, against your family. And you go, you know, close yourself off in a closet somewhere and cry and pray. No, that's not how, how we're going to handle it today. When you are not prayerful, amen, you need prayer. But let me tell you something. Prayer alone won't get rid of the enemy. You're going to have to stand up and operate and demonstrate some faith to God and show him that you know who you are. And when the devil sees you know who you are, he's going to go to somebody else who don't know who they are. Amen. Glory to God. I understand something. But as you engage the devil in prayer. Against these principalities and powers, the devil will flee from you and from your household forever in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, principalities and powers are not just invisible. They're also human agents who are heavily demonized and sent by the devil to stop every child of God. Now, these people, these agents, these humanistic agents, they can show up on your job in, in, the, in the form of a, a evil uh a department head or supervisor who doesn't want you to be, you know, promoted. Doesn't they don't want you to praise God, move outside of the little box that they personally placed you in. It can show up in your life in a form of generational misfortune in terms of your finances just never being able, praise God, to line up. You know, your credit score is down and you need to get it up or amen, you worked a job for five years and now they're trying to, you know, they're calling talking about layoffs. All these things are from the devil because God has a good plan for you. He has a plan to increase you and bless you on every side. He he's been mindful of you, but you're going to have to break the barrier. Let me show you what God thinks of you. Look at uh, let's go to Psalms. Let's go to Psalms. Praise God. Five verse 12. I want to show you that this is the plan of God for your life. Psalms five verse 12. This is what the devil don't want you to have an understanding that God has a plan of blessing for your life. Now we're not, we're not glamorizing the devil. The devil's already defeated, but a lot of God's people don't know how to stand against him. And that's what we're doing here today. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Here's what the Bible says in Psalms five, verse 12, for thou Lord will bless the righteous with favor, with thou encompass him as with a shield. God will put so much favor in your life and surround you with it to the point where you will never experience anything but blessing on every side in your life. That's God's plan for you. And that's what you ought to believe God for. Amen. God 
Amen. Has a plan for blessing in your life. And if he has a plan for blessing, amen, glory to God, you ought to be, you know, you ought to want to get into it. Well, what's stopping that blessing? What's stopping the blessing of Jesus Christ from manifesting in your life? It's an invisible barrier that the enemy has set up against you. I want you to also go to Psalms 115 verse 12, because see, a lot of people believe God's mad at them. I must have been born on the wrong side of the track. I must have bad luck. No, listen, it's not bad luck. It's, it doesn't matter where you were born. You have an enemy. And when you begin to declare and decree the word of God to that darkness that's coming in your life, whether it be in your bloodline generationally or something that you did in your past, you need God to correct once you've got born again. God will do it. And he'll break you out of that thing in Jesus name. Praise God. Look at Psalms 115 verse 12. The Bible says the Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. See, it don't matter. You know what, what side of the track you were born on. Praise God. The Lord shall increase you more and more. You and your children. Yea, you are blessed of the Lord, which made heaven and earth. So blessing is the will of God. Blessing is the plan of God for your life. And as soon as you find that out, amen, and start learning how to deal with what's sitting on the blessing of your destiny, you can get the devil out of your life and experience what God has you to have. And that's for you to live at the level of your privilege. Now, understand something. You ought to not let glory to God. The devil push you around in life. You need to push back in your prayer life. You need to push back in your faith. You need to push back in speaking and declaring and decreeing and making faith filled proclamations against this darkness. You don't have to be divorced. <laughs> you don't have to get laid off. Praise God. You don't have to live a lifetime in debt. Glory to God beneath the level of your privilege. You don't have to live Outside of the blessing, there is a spirit that is going to have to be addressed for you to get healed. There is a spirit that's going to have to be addressed for you to have the joy of the Lord in your heart like Jesus died for you to have it. But you're going to have to recognize these these things and 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 address them in the spirit realm and remove these barriers that the enemy wants to put in your life. Don't let the devil push you around. Enough is enough. Amen. Listen to me. I decree and I declare unto you and the listeners of this broadcast today that the barriers you see today, you will see them no more in the precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now I had to say that because faith is voice activated. Yes, it is. Second Corinthians 413 says this. We have in the same spirit of faith, according to as it is written, I believed and therefore I have spoken. We also believe and therefore we speak. So you got to understand something today. You if you want to change in your situation, the first thing you're going to have to learn how to do is speak the word of God when under attack. Praise God. Don't say what you feel like saying. Say what God said. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Say what God said. Praise the name of God. Amen. So let's get right to it. Amen. I understand something. Your enemy, the devil operates in these demonic barriers set up to oppress you and contain you and keep you from God's best. Keeping you away. Glory to God from your inheritance in Christ. But I got good news for you. According to Galatians 3, 13, 14, Christ has redeemed you from that. He has redeemed you from every curse of the law. For it is written, cursed is anyone that hang it on a tree. Why? That the blessing, God's best, his plan for you in this situation. The blessing of Abraham may come upon the Gentiles 
through Jesus Christ and that you might receive the promise of the spirit through faith. Glory to God. So what are demonic? What does what does these, these demonic barriers? What do they look like? Let's identify the enemy in them. Amen. They look like debt. Bills that you can't seem to pay, even though you, amen, you, you're a believer, amen, in God, you can't pay your bills, amen, you go to church, amen, you go to work, but this, this looks like it's just not enough, that's the devil, amen, because your seed is supposed to work, amen, now I understand something, you're greater than what you're facing, and if you stand up on the word of God, God will break you out of that, amen, you stay in covenant with God, you stay pressing in, the power of God is going to, amen, manifest in your life when you stand up in faith. Amen. Glory to God. You know, another another barrier may be seasonal and generational misfortune. You know, I tell you, I, I, before I got into the word of God and and, and, and and operated in faith, every 36 months, praise God, I'd get a job and lose it. Praise God. I'd either get laid off or praise God or something would happen that, you know, I, I mean, the job would just play out or something. Amen. Praise God. And so now, if you're going to have a uh, 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 longevity in terms of your finances, God's going to have to stabilize you. And the devil don't want if he can't stop you, he'll make sure that you're not stable. That's that's what happens when you find people moving every six months. The reason for that is the devil does not want them to be established anywhere. And there's a spirit chasing on those people from one apartment complex to another, from one neighborhood to another, from one job to another. Praise God. They don't see that that's a generational spirit coming against their life to keep them from being established in Christ Jesus so that they can receive the blessing power of God on their life and gain the wealth of the world that God has for them. Amen. And you got to know that. So that's what that looks like. It also looks like, praise God, you know, you're facing one turnaround after the next. Amen. One season of rejection, one season of disfavor, broken relationships on every side. The devil wants to keep you starting over. And until you get a revelation of that and stand your ground and begin to declare and decree that I am a child of God, the book stops here. I refuse to be pushed around any longer. I'm telling you, the devil will keep that barrier in your life. It also looks like unhappiness, even when you have more than enough money in the bank. Amen. Glory to God. Kids not living for God. Here it is. You got all your needs met. You got to go visit your child that's in prison. Pray. That makes no sense at all. Praise God. Well, what is that? That's the devil. Amen. Glory to God. You got all the money in the world living a lifestyle of the rich and famous. Yet you are spiritually bankrupt in your spirit, man. Headed to hell. You know, praise God, because money has become your God. This is the only way I can see it. No, that's not right. That's that's in balance. God don't want that either. It looks like sickness and disease and infirmity that you just can't seem to get away from. Well, God has sent me here today to give you a word. And that word is you're coming out of that thing. The devil's power is broken from from over your life. And God has a word for you today. Amen. And you're going to learn how to fight back in the name of Jesus. Fight back. Amen. You need to learn how to fight back to break down these demonic uh, barriers. Hallelujah. That the devil has placed in your life. Glory to God. So let's go to it right now. Amen. Let's go to first Timothy. I want to show you some things. First Timothy. Chapter two. Hallelujah. Yeah, you, this is not a normal uh, message in terms of you don't get this every Sunday. You know, people are infatuated by theology, homiletics and all the rest of the religious philosophy and all that. While you when you leave church, while all that is fine and good. And I thank God for it. When you leave church, 
you're going to have to deal with the devil. And the things that I'm talking to you today about are practical. You will be able to put these things to use tomorrow or as soon as you hear them. And the devil going to recognize, oh, something didn't happen. There's been a paradigm shift in her life and the power of God will begin to flow out of you against him and he'll leave you alone. Here's what the Bible says. First Timothy two. Verse one through four, the Bible said, I exalt thee, therefore, I exalt, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayer, intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior who will help all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. I want you to concentrate on the last word in that sentence. In that passage is the truth. The word of God is the truth. And it don't change for me. It won't change for you. God's right. Even when you and I are wrong, it is the truth. So what you have to do sometimes is, you know, just repent, swallow hard and get delivered and receive the power of the word of God. Amen. Look at first Timothy six twelve. Now understand you got it. You got to deal with the enemy. Now look at first Timothy chapter six. Hallelujah. Look at it. First Timothy chapter six. Look at verse 12. The Bible says, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold unto eternal life. Whereunto thou art also called and has professed a good profession before men and witnesses. I want you to see something. You have an enemy and there's a fight. Amen. I understand. I'm not talking about a flesh and blood fight. I'm talking about a spiritual fight. The way that you address the enemy in the spirit realm is by your spirit man, by the Holy Ghost. And when you got the Holy Spirit in you and the Holy Spirit is directing your prayer life and the Holy Spirit is showing you spiritual insights on how what's coming against you before it comes, honey, you'll be able to handle the devil because we're not ignorant of the devil and his device. And I understand I said it's not a flesh and blood fight. So when you're talking about removing this barrier, you got to lean into the spirit. Amen. And allow the Holy Spirit to tell you what to do and how to speak and what to pray and how to believe God and the Holy Spirit to bring you out in victory. Look at second Corinthians chapter 10. Look at verse number three. The Bible says this for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now, understand something. You have to do that. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You have to do that. Amen. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So there are spiritual weapons that we have to perfect in Christ because they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We have to cast down every imagination and every thought of defeat when you come to dealing with the devil. The devil is already defeated. He is already under your feet. And you got to address him just like the defeated foe that he is as you stand in Christ Jesus. So how do you address the devil? With the word of God. Honey, I'm telling you, if you're spending your time speaking to the devil, talking to the devil, raging against the devil, if you're not speaking this written word, you're in trouble. Glory to God, because you in and of yourself are no match for the devil. Glory to God. Now, in the day that you get this revelation, 
that I can remove through the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Ghost as I stand in Christ and, and I'm in covenant with God, I can remove every invisible barrier, obstruction, and anything the enemy would sin against my house. It must fall to the ground because I know who I am in Christ. Look at Isaiah chapter 10. Isaiah chapter 10 because there's an anointing in that. That's an anointing of faith that it takes to stand. Amen. Honey, you're not just standing, you know, getting beat down. I'm telling you, glory to God. You're supposed to be standing on top of the devil's head unto victory. Glory to God. The Bible says this in Isaiah chapter 10, verse number 27. I'm giving you some spiritual strategies now to, uh, to deploy against the enemy. In Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27, the Bible says, and it shall come to pass in that day, there's three mighty words that you got to get a revelation on. In the day that you, amen, get this revelation, in that day, his burden shall be taken away from off of thy shoulder. In that day, his yoke shall be, amen, taken from off of thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed, rendered absolutely useless from that point on because of the anointing. The anointing is the power of God operative in your life, as directed by the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. It is the spirit of God on you. Glory to God. Making you a supernatural entity in the earth. And, and enabling you to carry out every kingdom assignment for your life. Now understand, understand something. When I'm talking about a kingdom assignment. I'm not talking about building three, four churches. I'm Your kingdom assignment under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. May be to amen, be the priest of your home and to lead your home correctly into the things of God and to keep that house in covenant with God. So the blessing power of God can continue to flow in that house. Amen. To be on assignment in that workplace as an agent for change. Glory to God for the Lord Jesus Christ. So that when people in a, encounter you, guess what? They encounter God. Honey, I'm telling them people will find they'll seek you out because they know that you know God. Amen. And they'll want to, hey, I, I need you to agree with me on this. I need prayer. I got this in my body. I got a bad report from the doctor. The children are acting up. My finances are all broken. I need you to touch and agree with me to get the enemy off of my feet. And that might be your spiritual mandate and assignment in the earth. Never underestimate the anointing of God on your life is what I'm trying to tell you. Amen. Glory to God. So as you operate properly in the Holy Spirit, you'll begin to be a, a man. Watch this, an agent for change in the unseen realm of the spirit, according to the word of God. You'll be God's person in the earth to enforce the devil and demons power to feet for every believer that comes in contact with you because you're called to release the anointing of victory in the earth. Look at second Corinthians two 14. I'm going to show you these things today. Second Corinthians two 14. There is no thing. There's nothing called defeat for the Christian. Uh, no, 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 no. You're not supposed to be defeated. The Bible says in second Corinthians chapter two, verse one, number 14. Now, thanks be unto God, which always, he didn't say sometimes, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. Understand something. The triumph is the celebration of the victory after it happens. Glory to God. 
Hallelujah. It's the victory dance. Glory to God. You're already victorious in Christ Jesus. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The enemy's power is broken from against your life. You need to get up and declare and decree that we shall have no more debt in this house. You need to get up and declare and decree that the enemy cannot come against my spouse. It can't come against my children. It can't come against my job. The demon spirit named coronavirus must pass over us because we're covered in the blood. We break the barrier of lack and not enough and we receive the full abundance of Christ in Jesus Christ's holy name. You got to say those things. You got to speak them out of your mouth. Just lift up your hands right now. Believe God. Hallelujah. You got to say those things out of your mouth. Amen. Because God has called you unto victory. This barrier, this thing that you're facing, this bad report from the doctor. Honey, listen, I don't care if you got a stint in your heart. God has commanded you to live in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Receive a supernatural transplant by the Holy Ghost. Somebody is facing a bad report from the doctor. I'm telling you that report must change because you have heard the word of God and the barrier of death will be lifted off of your life in Jesus name. I believe it. Receive it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, understanding the rules of engagement is very important in combat. Amen. The enemy, glory to God. Hallelujah. Wants you to believe that you're not the head. He don't want you to believe that you're the head, not the tail. Above only not believe. He don't want you to believe that. According to Deuteronomy 28, verse 13, God has called you to be the head and not the tail. Above only not beneath. So when you address the devil, know that you're the head. He comes into your house with trouble, honey. I, I don't care what you got to do. You need to have your mouth open in that house where them spirits are trying to get in and command in the name of Jesus that they leave in Jesus name. Honey, I'm telling you this, this kind of preaching that I'm doing right here. It's not Sunday morning preaching. This is for something for you to take with you. Amen. This is what I call a cornbread and beans of the word of God. Something to make you grow on glory to God and have the victory. You'll get that next promotion. You won't get passed over next time because you got some insight right now. You got an anointing working for you right now. Your ministry won't fail because you have heard the word of God, even from this ministry. Glory to God. God will give you what to do. You don't have to always know what to do. He knows what to do. Ask him, Father, in Jesus name, show me how to move this barrier in Jesus name. And he will show you how to do it because he understands, amen, that a lot of people are not aware that the spirit realm is real. Let me show you what the Bible says. Look at second Corinthians chapter four, verse 18. Now, if you don't, if you never heard some of these things, don't, well, you know, hey, don't I'm not shocked or surprised. Because a lot of people, you know, they don't get this, amen, this supernatural kind of teaching by the Holy Spirit. And so they suffer under the things that they uh, that they don't know about. The Bible says in Proverbs four, verse six and seven, above all you're getting, get the understanding. And once you get an understanding of a thing, you can take command of that thing. Amen. And what you refuse to resist, glory to God, has a right to remain. And what you refuse to confront, you cannot conquer. See, the devil don't want you to think like that. God is calling you into a deeper relationship with him where all your needs will be met and all your enemies will be defeated. Amen. David said it like this. He said, let the Lord arise and let all his enemies be scattered. Glory to God, because the spirit realm is real. Look at what it says in second Corinthians chapter four. Let's look at verse 18. Now understand we live in this natural realm, but we don't look at the natural realm when it comes to dealing with things 
that seemingly won't change. Everything in this natural realm is subject to change, folks. Listen to me. God can take you from a 438 credit score to almost 800 credit score owing nobody nothing but to love them debt free. Yes, he can. I'm not telling you something I heard. I'm telling you something I know work. These barriers of indebtedness, these barriers of financial poverty in your life can be removed when you operate in supernatural spiritual warfare. You don't have to go get no card reader. You don't have to go see Miss Rudolph or nobody. All you got to do is find you a good church that's teaching the word of God. Get under that anointing, get in covenant with God through that church and pray according to the word of God and the devil leave you alone. Praise God. Yes, he will. Look what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. See, that's invisible. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal or spiritual. So God wants you to understand something. The same people that are talking about, I, I believe in Jesus. You ask habit and breaches, amen. They don't even believe people can get healed by the word of God. I know God can do it if you want to. God will do it if you believe him to. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, that busy trying to find out whether or not a woman should preach or not. Praise God. The devil's killing people with coronavirus. Amen. What kind of general would have 85% of the people in his, in his army and only use 15% of the people in his army, which are men? The devil is, I mean, you got to be, you, somebody have to teach you that. Amen. That, that for you to believe like that women are to be used in his last days because he said it in Acts chapter 2 verse 17 through 21 he said it amen that in the last days he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh on his servants and on his maid servants he said in Galatians 3 28 that amen that there is neither Jew nor Greek nor slave nor free amen nor male nor female but we are all one in Christ Jesus so the spirit realm in the spirit realm hey, it's not gender specific a woman Holy Spirit is the same as a man's Holy Spirit. So you, 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 people who think like that, let me say this. I don't want to get on a rabbit trail. They're trapped in the traditions of men and religious philosophy and, and theology. And, and they speak Greek and Hebrew. But you know what? When I talk to God, it's just in my human language and in my Holy Spirit language when I speak in tongue. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm a blood bought, baptized, born again, believer, filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And I'm telling you, all that is nothing but religion that they're talking about. Glory to God. So you need to get in a spirit filled relationship with God and find out what he has for you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So we know that there is a spirit realm and we need to know about it because Deuteronomy 29, 29 says that God wants us to know the things that he has left for us. Amen. Glory to God. He wants us to know the things that are written in the Bible and he's given us some strategies to deal with the devil. Now, we are su we are supernaturally mandated to know these truths and to stay free from the devil's demonic strategies and tactics through the, the anointing of the Holy Spirit to destroy every yoke that he has. Now, I understand to break these strongholds. Amen. Strongholds. And you, you know what a stronghold is. A lot of people say strongholds or pet peeves. You know, I, I just don't know. That's just a stronghold. You know, uh, I mean, things that offend you shouldn't offend you. But because they do, that's God trying to identify to you that you need to get rid of that stronghold. 
Yes, you do. Amen. We've all had them. Amen. There's nobody perfect sitting under the word of God. Not in my church. Amen. Glory to God. We all need to repent, swallow hard and get delivered. Amen. Now, strongholds are a place that have been fortified as to protect against any attack. The devil will continue to suggest to you things over and over again. And you'll begin to accept these things as just being a part of your personality when it's really not from God. You can't substantiate it in the word of God to the point where he'll build a stronghold up in your life and let demons come in there. And you'll feel strongly and strongly and strongly about something that's wrong with wrong thinking that can't be substantiated in the word of God. And it'll become a stronghold in your life. But the Bible says we ought to cast that down. Glory to God. You ought to cast down. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Racism. You ought to cast down unforgiveness. You ought to cast down glory to God. Uh, uh, disrespect toward the ministry. Amen. And ministers of God. You ought to cast all that down. Amen. Because those things will be a stronghold in your life. You know, the you know, preachers ain't no good. All they want is your money. You keep saying that long enough. And one day when you'll need the power of God in your life to get healed. The power of God won't show up because you didn't have respect for what Christ died for in the church. The Bible says in Acts 20, 28, God died for the church and shed his blood for it. You better be very careful about putting your mouth. Hallelujah. Glory to God against the ministers of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, understand there are strongholds that you have to get rid of. The devil uses our own personal self will to control and oppress us and destroy people who are not aware of his devices. Look at second Corinthians chapter two. We're going to go hurriedly now. Second Corinthians chapter two, verse 11. We're not ignorant of the devil and his devices. Second Corinthians chapter two. This is going to be part three in this series. Second Corinthians chapter two. Look at verse number 11. The Bible says this. Look at verse 10. To whom you forgive anything, I forgive also for if I forgave anything to whom I forgive it for your sake, forgive I it in the person of Christ. Look at verse 11. Least Satan should get advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices. I said last week that the devil doesn't have any power. He used tactics and strategies and devices against us and he'll use our own personality if we let it. It is not always the devil. Amen. Or demon power. Amen. It's not always other people. It has nothing to do with what side of the tracks that you were brought up on. It has to do with the principalities and powers in the devil's organized kingdom attack against your life. Because I want you to know something. The enemy has been watching you all the way off the slave ship. He, he came off the slave ship with your grandpappy and your grandmother and everybody else. I'm talking about in terms of being commonly situated as African-Americans. And for some of y'all, y'all wasn't on a slave ship and you still got spirits that follow you all the way around. Praise God. And they are dominating your life through wrong thinking that has been passed down generationally. Let me tell you something. You can live off big mama's theology and the devil will continue to destroy your life. When I talk about big mama's theology, I'm talking about there was this woman. She was married to a man. He was a good man, Christian man. And he would sit in the kitchen and watch his wife cook and talk to her. Praise God. And one year he decided to actually say, you know, honey, every year. We have pot roast for this big dinner that you always give for the family. And every year you cut off a big piece of that pot roast and you throw it away before you start cooking. I'm just wondering, why do you do that? And she said, well, I don't know. 
You know, Big Mama always did that. My sister taught me how to cook. Let me call my sister. And she called her sister and she said, why do we cut off the end of that pot roast and throw it away before we start cooking that pot roast? Why do we do that? She said, you know, Big Mama taught me how to do that. I don't know. Let's call Big Mama. They got on a conference call to call Big Mama. Say, Big Mama, we just wonder. You know, we've been watching you cook and you taught us how to cook. And every year you would cook a big old pot roast and you cut off a big chunk of it before you start cooking it and throw it away. Big Mama, why did you do that? What, what is the significance of that? She said, oh, baby, I did that because my pot was too small. That's what I'm talking about. Tradition and religion will have you doing things you don't even know about. Praise God. Stevie Wonder said it like this. He said, when you believe in things you don't understand and you suffer, you're superstitious. And you got a lot of Christians that don't know why they do the things that they do. And they don't have any proof that they work in their life. Amen. Understand something. God is calling you out of this thing. He's calling you out of personal darkness. We all had personal darkness. I've had personal darkness in my life that I had to deal with. Glory to God. And I am constantly getting my mind renewed and allowing the Holy Spirit to show me things. You shouldn't say that. You shouldn't do that. Or don't do this and don't do that. But you got to understand that God wants you to be the head and not the tail above only and not beneath. Amen. Let's look at our personal darknesses. And I say our personal darknesses. Because the devil wants to fool you. Amen. Glory to God. Look at Acts chapter 26, verse number 18. On this Sunday morning service, I hope you receive something. Amen. You see, it's not always glory to God. It's not always, amen, the devil. So you got to understand that you're going to have to deal with yourself also. Take authority. First thing you need to take authority over is take authority over your own self. Take authority over your own thinking. Take authority over your own mouth. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not good to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Look what the Bible says in Acts chapter 26, verse 18. The Bible says this to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God, that they might receive forgiveness of sin and inheritance among them, which are sanctified by faith in me. Let me tell you something. A lot of people are thinking the wrong thing in this time while the devil is killing people with this pandemic. Do you not know there are a lot of people who believe the answer to their problem with people? I mean, by the thousands every day. I mean, I, I hear people talk about it in the workplace. I mean, all over. And you know what? I think I need a divorce. Praise God. Honey, listen, God ain't gave but a couple of reasons to get a divorce. Amen. Praise God. You need to ask God right now. Is that the answer that he has for you? And I don't believe it is. Praise God. In Jesus name. I'm just going to tell you the devil's behind that selfishness, unforgiveness, hatefulness and all the rest of it. Praise God. Now, that's for free. But I want you to know that God wants you to be the victory, the victor. Amen. He doesn't want you to lose at nothing. Glory to God. Christ has redeemed you from the curse of the law. And if you stand and fight the good fight of faith and declare and decree, amen, that the barriers that the enemy has sent against your life are broken. God will get you out of that thing. Now, listen, as I go to a close, I want to say something to you. We're going to break every barrier and unfruitful work of darkness targeted against your life in Jesus name. Come on, let's pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I release a barrier breaking anointing, a burden moving, yoke destroying anointing of the Holy Spirit with power to come up against 
anything that has come up against the believer's life that are listening today. Father God, if it's if it's bills they can't pay, Lord God, send your provision to break that barrier. If it's sickness and disease in their body, send the anointing of healing. If it's confusion in their homes, send the anointing of peace and joy. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, if it's glory to God, rejection or disfavor, Put the favor of God on them now in Jesus name. We address the darkness. Satan, hear me now. I bind you from operating it against them. You can operate against their mind. You can operate against their spirit and you cannot operate against their life. According to Matthew 18 and 18, that declares whatsoever I bind here today shall be bound in heaven. I bind you, devil. I command you back off the people of God. I release the power of the Holy Spirit against you. I release the power of the blood of Jesus against you. I release the power of the written word of God against you. I release the power of the name of Jesus against you according to the word of God, for it is written, whatsoever I release here on earth shall be released in heaven. I release a barrier breaking anointing for the people of God today and they go free. According to the word of God in John 8, 36, whom the son is set free is free indeed. Listen to me, child of God. We thank God for his precious blood right now for you. We thank God for the finished work at Calvary's cross that was done for our benefit. And we declare and decree and we break and nullify every attack of the devil targeted against your life. Every form of the curse must go from you now. Every work of darkness from hell is broken now in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak complete deliverance and healing to every part of your life in every bondage and causative trauma that the devil sent is now broken in Jesus precious name. Child of God, if that's you today, you need to just raise your hand and receive it. Raise your hand right now and receive it from God because God knows what you're going through. He sees and he knows all things and he wants you to be free of every plot plan and scheme of the devil. Now, listen to me. If you're a child, if you're not a child of God right now, all you got to do is lift your right hand to heaven and bow your head. And I'll pray with you. and You'll come right into the family of God. Pray with me right now. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I believe that you are the son of God. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. I believe he was the son of God. I believe that he's coming again. Glory to God. I believe that Jesus Christ was the eternal sacrifice from the foundation of the world. And I believe him to be my Lord and savior today. I accept him as my Lord and savior today. Dear Lord Jesus, I know without you, I'm lost. I know without you, I would die and go to hell. I don't want to die and go to hell. I repent of all my sins and unbelief of my past. And I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus. I open up wide the door of my heart. I pray that you would come in right now and regenerate me by your Holy Spirit. I receive you as my Lord and Savior in Jesus name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I believe you got born again. You confess that Jesus Christ was the son of God. You believe, amen, that he died for your sins. You believe he's coming back again. Amen. You repented of your doubt and unbelief. I believe that you're in the family of God. Well, until next week, this is Pastor Ellis Taylor with Seed of Life Church Houston. Praise God with the social media church podcast. I want to hear from you. You get in touch with us, amen, at info at seedoflifeministry.org or look us up on our website at www.seedoflifeministry.org. See you next week. God bless you. And we love you on behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and our children, Jaden, Isaiah, and Naomi Grace. 
and the anointed people of Seed of Life Church Houston and our Seed of Life Church family, we want you to do one thing. Live supernaturally and speak life. Because at Seed of Life, we want you to know and remember that Jesus is Lord. See you next week.